Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Apathetic Flow podcast. This is Flow 759 and today I'm talking about the fact that you can be great. Now, this can sometimes sound or come across like a little motivationally or something that's kind of a bit, I don't know, corny, wishy-washy, whatever fucking words you want to use. But I think it's important that we pause and acknowledge that any individual can be great at something. The difficulty is is that it's so easy to acknowledge that somebody who is extremely talented can be like, it's they are so good. Someone that is like, has found their niche and is extremely good at their niche, no matter what their niche is, and they're the outlier. The thing is, is outliers happen. But if you choose something, if you find something that you enjoy, that, you know, you're somewhat good at, and you work at for an extremely long period of time, you can be great at things. We completely underestimate or, or cease to acknowledge what persistent, continual relentless work can actually offer you and so this comes down to you know career it comes down to sporting it comes down to hobbies you can be great at anything if you are patient enough with yourself to just fucking persist if you stay the course if you stay interested enough you can become great and so it's one of the things where we, we so often give up too early and we don't go back to the things that we first originally put time in because we weren't getting good at it or, you know, I don't enjoy it as much because I'm not good at it and I only enjoy things that I'm good at. So I have to pick it up and I have to be good at it straight away, which is a fucking horrendous way to live, in my opinion, if you can't tell. that If you are kind enough to yourself to, to be patient and be willing to be the beginner through that process. If, you, if, you, if you're polite enough to yourself to even see the beauty in giving away what you should be, all the silly, like looking silly, all of that, just fuck that right off and you just go be the beginner again. You just go be the student. And in fact, if you actually never let go of being the student, if you're always not only relentless, but you're coachable, the thing you want to get better at, you can. But it takes conscious effort. It takes conscious effort and, and it takes time. It takes blood, sweat, and years, which I think was like one of my fourth or fifth podcasts that I did. I know this all sounds, you know, stuff that you may already know or whatever the case might be. The, the importance for me with sharing this with you is that I wanted to serve as a reminder that the thing that you're kind of tinkering with or the thing that you're like, no, maybe I won't do that, go do it. You can become great. Experience can outperform talent, but you need to be able to be there and do it time and again and again and again and again. I've spoken a couple of times. I've recently gone back to cricket this year. Growing up, I was a bowler. Um, for those in America playing along or don't know cricket, that effectively is a pitcher. Um, and I was a smaller frame, I was a smaller kid, so it was, I had to work really hard to be a fast bowler. They're usually much bigger. But when I was batting, because I was a smaller kid, 
uh, the balls came very fast, and I was actually really quite hesitant with that. Now that I've gone back into cricket, and I'm not actually scared of the ball like I was when I was younger when I'm batting, the confidence I've taken into that with just facing ball after ball after ball after ball after ball, it doesn't make me in a position where I'm looking for a contract for a professional team. What it does do is that it makes it enjoyable. With being great at something, there has to be the ingredients that you enjoy it. You enjoy it. You're willing to suck at it. You're willing to have the down days because you know there's going to be up days and you're willing to be coachable. If you can take those factors in and if you, if you couple that with the ability to look for, for coaching really more than anything, coaching advice, and you actively seek that out, while you actively seek it out, you also actively block it out because there's so many people with opinions. You go and actively seek it out and you gather all of, the, like all of those ingredients and you mix that with your own sense of play, your own sense of play. And play, I really mean how you want to play, how you want to learn something. And this is the thing that people don't realize. As I'm coaching, as I'm developing my coaching skills, and I say realize as in, do you do this with your career? So much of that development is play. I'm playing with things. I'm taking this curiosity to my learning, to my coaching, because even when I'm coaching, I'm still the student, forever the student. And if I can carry that over and I'm relentless in, in searching for a deeper understanding and I'm coachable with those that I seek out to coach me, then one day I can be great at something. And I, I mean, I've, I've been in the fitness industry since 04. I started out doing paperwork, so I started training people when I was 16 in 05. Since then, I've trained thousands. But I, I did not start out as a good coach at all. I wasn't even a coach. A, a good fucking cowboy instructor. It took fucking years and years and years and years and years. And it cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, let alone of what I paid, let alone of what I stuffed up and, and lost money in. But what I had to do was continue to rock up. And I remember when I was younger thinking, if I'm in this when I'm 35 and I'm 33 now, if I'm in this when I'm 35, I'll have 20 years experience at the age of 35. That's pretty cool. And it's crazy to think that I'm two years away from that, to have 20 years experience in something. Now, this is what's really important to remember as well. When someone says they've got 10 years experience, it's important to register. Do they have 10 years experience or do they have one year experience 10 times? The same thing goes for your hobbies and the same thing goes for anything that you are becoming great at it's a continual search it's a well, not even a search it's a continual deepening right you hear me say unfolding but it's a deepening it's getting a, a, a bigger and deeper connection with something i'll finish it off with this there's four levels to learning how how i teach it there's know of know about relate with and embody know of is the most distant you know of something you're, you're familiar you know it exists but if somebody asks you questions about it, you wouldn't be able to explain it. Then there's no about. And he's like, oh, well, I can give you some detail about what that thing is. Um, I can talk about it. I can understand part of the lingo. Um, I know about it, right? My, my friend's friend does it. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my partner's dad, my um, 
my colleague's wife, whatever the case might be. Then we can relate with it. And maybe relate with means that I've I've gone and played with it a little bit. My partner does it, you know, a lot. I've spent a lot of time in my, my youth growing up around it. Um, I can relate with it, whatever it may be. I can relate with it. And the more time that I spend doing so and playing with it and feeling it out, I can relate with it. The last one's embody. Now, embodiment, that's your black belt. This takes years, right? It's the whole old saying, you don't have to be great to start. You have to start to be great. But you've got to think long-term with this. Your black belt in jiu-jitsu, that's the cornerstone of black belts. Your black belt in jiu-jitsu is going to take you over a decade. Easily. Maybe not in some circumstances, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that have done jiu-jitsu that are nodding their head, right? And some people get given the black belt and they're probably not, right? It's probably longer for a lot of people. My point here is that they just kept fucking showing up and learning and being humble in that and being coached because a black belt is more than skill, it's experience and it's attitude. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, then it would mean a lot to me if you'd like, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, online or in stores. You can get it from my website, www.alphatheta.flow.com. We have an extra treat coming up in Kangaroo Valley in New South Wales, Australia on the 7th to the 10th of April. You can find details about that in the show notes. Um, if you're interested in learning more about the programs that I run, which is the inner game and the coaches circle, then head to alphatheta.flow.com. That's it from me. Big love. Peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.